Welcome to Hill Law Firm Cases, a podcast discussing real-world cases handled by Justin Hill and the Hill Law Firm. For confidentiality reasons, names and amounts of any settlements have been removed. However, the facts are real, and these are the cases we handle on a day-to-day basis. Truly one of my favorite things about being a lawyer is the ability to work with other lawyers, good lawyers, learn from other lawyers, whether that's an old gray hair, it's a new lawyer. Our world uh, in the legal profession, people talk about the practice of law, and I think that's an important point because we're all trying our best to learn, and we should learn every day. So we call it the practice because there's no there's no perfection. You cannot be the world's best mason without trying a lot. You can't be the world's best plumber without trying a lot. And all of these trades and professions you learn all the time. And one of those professions where people should learn all the time is the legal profession. I have the opportunity on occasion to work with young lawyers, older lawyers, but right now I've got Seen Luchnik with me here, who's a younger lawyer compared to myself, uh, not young in terms of knowing what he's doing, but he he got the opportunity to intern slash work with me when he had just gotten licensed, and we got to work a case together, and I'm, I have him on here today, and I want to talk about that case. Scene, thank you for being here. Justin, thank you for having me. So uh, one one thing about Scene is I always have to teach him, so you got to talk close to the mic. But we're going to talk about a case. Um, we don't use names. We don't use numbers. Uh, neither of us want to get in, in trouble with the bar. But it's important, I think, for our listeners to understand that personal injury law Personal injury lawsuits are not confined to what you see on television. They're not confined to what you see uh, in the news. And they're not confined to what the insurance companies and defense lawyers want you to think about us. Scene and I had the the great honor of working a few cases together. But one of the cases we worked together involved uh, one of his friends, who he's known a long time, who was uh, at a uh, home when a large piece of equipment, a hot tub, was being delivered. And the delivery people basically uh, enlisted him to help out with the delivery. Is that fair to say? That's exactly right. Okay. So he's there. He's just a guy hanging out at the house. People show up to deliver a hot tub. As I worked the case with your help, the allegation was they were very ill-equipped to deliver a giant hot tub. What would you say about that? Yeah, so pretty much it's happening. My friend, he is at a other friend's house so the house they're at it's my friend's house and my friend is at my other friend's house and a hot tub is being delivered to my friend who owns the house and the company gets there and when they get there it's two people who work for the company delivering the hot tub and they're starting to put this hot tub onto a dolly and they're pulling it around the side of the house let's say so here's the house let's say you can see it right the hot tubs on the dolly coming around the side so my friend. The so one let's just talk about it this way. The, it's, it's heading north, and it's about to take a 90-degree a, a turn to the east. Fair? To the east, yes, which would be where the patio is, where it's going to ultimately get installed. Okay, they're delivering a hot tub to a patio in the backyard, but they come to the front yard. They unload the thing. They're heading north. They're going to take a 90-degree turn to the east, and then let, what happened? So what happens is, before we get to that, because it's pretty relevant to the case, uh, my friend, I'm going to try not to say his name. I hope it don't slip up. But my friend kind of says, you know, is that thing strapped down? 
Is it properly equipped? It looks kind of, they had it, as you could imagine, a hot tub, you'd think you'd kind of lay it flat, like think of a sandwich, like on a plate. You want to lay it up this way, right? So it's kind of like this on the dolly, and he says, you're not going to strap that down. You know, it doesn't seem that safe. My friend, just to give a little backstory, he's a contractor as well. So he kind of knows these things. He's a handyman. He kind of can look at something and understand that's probably not the right way to do it. Uh, not that that came into the facts of the case, his knowledge level. But anyways, so they tell him, nope, the weight of it kind of gets the job done. There's nothing to worry about. It's not going to fall. Don't worry. Then they're having a little trouble kind of getting on the grass, going around the side before this right turn we're talking about to the east. So they enlist my friend and ask him and my other friend who owns the property say, hey, can you kind of help us out? Can so, you stand there where it slants in case something happens is my yes. recollection. So the friend who ultimately gets injured, he's kind of where they make this turn to the east, right? And let's say here's the hot tub. Again, visual diagram. Visual diagram. So if it was a 90-degree turn on the roadway, he'd be where the signs were telling you it's going right. Yes. Okay. And, he's saying, and there's a slope that goes downhill right there. And he's kind of standing there. And they're saying there's nothing to worry about. Just kind of stand there and kind of look, make sure nothing's going on, nothing's going to happen, right? They then enlist the other friend of mine who's the owner of the property. He's actually there to guide the dolly, which is kind of hilarious that they're going to have him guide the dolly. Well, then another, the other worker's kind of in the back of the dolly, and then the other one's on the opposite side of where my friend is who's kind of watching it on the downward slope. So ultimately what happens as they're going around before they get to the deck, the hot tub falls down on my buddy. While it's attempting to make the right-hand turn, it tips over. Tips over. Onto your buddy. Onto my buddy. My client, our client. Our client. He tries, he does what he, to save his life, he goes like this and actually is able to brace and this is this is all audio. So when you say he goes like this, he looked like a praise and worship. He was yeah. he was pressing up as hard as he could while bracing his legs. I mean, imagine down. you're on a downward slope and a hot tub that weighs about forty five hundred pounds is about to fall on you. What do you do, right? So he is instead of getting squashed, he's a very strong guy, bracing himself. Yeah, bracing himself. He uh, played uh, D one college football. Was a tight end, bigger gentleman. Thank God for him that he was, because I don't know what would have happened if he was a smaller individual. But it and still it still fell on him. It he did. suffered a traumatic injury to a shoulder and a knee, if yeah. I recall. Well, what happened is he was actually able to brace it, and then he tore his meniscus and his shoulder yeah. in doing so. And then ultimately, it ended up he ended up collapsing. But by the time it, you know, they were able to lift it off of him in time, the other three people there. So that's kind of the facts of the So case. then you and I worked this case together. Um, I got involved kind of late in the game. Uh, but you and I worked the case together. We did a bunch of great research, and we, we found out that there is actually equipment made for hot tub deliveries in the industry that would have kept this from happening. That that's, that's literally built for this, but they didn't employ that equipment, right? No, absolutely. Those equipment that they were was using made, some homemade stuff. They didn't use anything. They didn't use any straps that they should have had. They, they had a dolly and wheels, but it was sort of a mix mash of but stuff. No safety precautions. Put sure. It that way, they didn't use any equipment for that obviously their company policy is not to enlist the homeowner to help them transport the dollar and we re- we worked that out in litigation we got their policies we got their procedures i was actu- actually able to depose the corporate representative who turned out to be the owner of the company and we realized i think in those depositions that maybe they weren't the most sophisticated company in spite of having seven offices in san antonio i mean it's sort of a bizarre thing that you can have seven offices in san antonio you can have a seemingly well-built, sophisticated corporation and really have no idea how to safely operate your business. Yeah, and sometimes that's kind of a reoccurring theme 
I think in any market, but sometimes you think the barriers to entry in the marketplace are pretty hard. It's hard to start your own business. But then when we kind of do this thing and we have various things where companies do things negligently or they do things that are maybe not up to a standard you would think they would operate at, you realize there's a lot of businesses out there that really don't do things the right way. That's right. You know? And that's kind of an eye-opening one, something that I've kind of maybe knew before the practice of law, but definitely learned in my first year. And it's also a for all of the people, and I will say I have plenty of friends and family that I meet who think what we do is less than noble, ignoble, if you if, if you will. A lot of other countries have decided we're going to allow the government to dictate the way things are done, and they're going to require that. Things are done in a safe manner. Their products are made safely. They're manufactured safely. They're designed safely. In America, we've decided, hey, the Seventh Amendment is going to rule all. And we're going to say, hey, everybody, juries will decide what is safe and what is not. Juries will decide what damages are available for people injured by negligence or dangerous products. And that's sort of what we work in and I think people forget is we work within the constitutional framework of the right to trial by jury decides what is safe and what is not. And in the case we worked that we're talking about here, the hot tub that fell on the guy, the other side has to look at it and say, would a jury think that was safe? And we were able to get the case resolved, which I think was for a very, a very fair result and a very good result for your, for our client, your friend. And, it was able to be resolved because they had to consider this plaintiff is exercising his Seventh Amendment constitutional right to trial by jury. Will the jury think we were being safe? We're going to be back. I'm going to have another conversation with uh, Scene about some more cases we've worked together, but that's going to do it for this episode. <laughs>